You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. You said that Pravin Gordon said it's very critical, and and I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, I've I've been involved in road freight transport for most of my career, but I started off in the railways and the bridge office, and then actually worked on a construction site on the third coal line near Urkis. And um, you know, we we've relied so much on on road freight and well freight transport. I think there's no doubt in most people's minds that the electricity and load shedding uh, crisis is number one. But in my view, the, the the issue of Transnet freight rail is probably our number two critical challenge at the moment. Um, you know, we we all know about the the constraints of the mines, in particular, of getting their products to the ports for export. And um, because of the lack of capacity on the rail, on a number of the corridors, we've seen a huge move of uh, mining product to road. And this is this has really got so many bad roll-on effects. Um, you know, we, we we've we, uh, the problem is that our challenge is that a lot of the mines are long distances from the coast, and we don't have canals and nav- navigable rivers that many other countries have for very cheap and efficient uh, transport. So we either have to rely on rail, which is really where this mining product should be going, or if it can't, then it goes onto the road. And the problem is the knock-on effect is that the, besides the increased costs in transport of, of this low, you know, basically low-value product that is moving by road now, the, the roads are not designed, you know, their normal design life is not designed for um, these large increases in the number of trucks. So it, it has a ne- negative impact on congestion. It has a negative impact on road safety for all of us who use the roads. It's obviously an increased cost in, in cost of transport, greater emissions. And then there's the additional problem of the border posts. So a lot of these mining uh, vehicles are traveling to Maputo now. There's the capacity of um, Richards Bay Coal Terminal, which is really designed to um, accept coal by rail, not by road. Um, and there's the, the manganese corridor down to, to the Eastern Cape. So... There are so many knock-on effects, and personally, I, I really wouldn't like to be in either of those, sh- the shoes of the new CEO and the new CFO. It's a huge, huge challenge, but mm. it's got a, a lot of um, significant knock-on impacts if we don't get the rail, the rail issue right. So, if we look at the two appointments, are they what Transnet needs right now? When you look at these appointments and you look at their CVs, are these the people in the executive, in the leadership of Transnet that would be capable of bringing about the sort of change that is needed? Well, to be honest, I haven't I haven't looked at this, their CVs, but I think, you know, whoever is appointed, they, they have to look at 
practical implementation. You know, there's always the, 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 the temptation to develop a strategy. We are fantastic in South Africa about to developing strategies and plans. But we are way past that. We have implementation issues that need to be addressed like today. Um, I know because I'm quite involved in the in road freight transport, I'm aware of a lot of the consignors and their challenges with trying to keep their product on on the on the rail um, because of the costs. But so, what should be their first so, order of business? Well, yeah, and as I say, there are huge challenges. So I, I don't know what you know. If we just look at the coal, the coal line, the, the the mines haven't been able to export what they wanted to. So we've lost foreign exchange. We've lost uh, receiver of revenue. Has lost billions in taxes. But what you know, if you think, what are the causes? I I think that probably it's there's a number. There's the obsolete and obsolete infrastructure and technology. There's probably lack of maintenance over over years. Um, there's you know there's allegations of corruption and sabotage. There's theft, the theft of cables, theft you know that's, and then I think there's to some extent in many areas there's inc- incompetent um, management at various levels. I'm talking about having the right experience and the right ex- skills to address the, the on the ground problems. So. To me, the the challenge is to do something as quickly as possible. I would personally, I would probably focus on the main mining corridors because that is what's probably hurting the country the most because of the knock-on effect on the road network. Um, but the roads, the, you know, there's not enough budget to to keep up with road maintenance and road rehabilitation. So the fact that the mining product is being moved to to road from rail. Has got this the, putting the the road authorities in a worse position. So, you know, it's it's pretty. <laughs> I don't think it's very easy, but those are the things that I think need to be addressed. You know, as a matter of urgency and and um, uh, you know, very seriously. It's not it's not you know developing another, another long term strategy or medium term strategy. It's dealing with operational issues right now. How do we stop the theft? How do we stop the sabotage? You know, how do we put proper maintenance plans in? I don't know. You know, I'm not up to speed with, you know, the maintenance of the rolling stock and the track. But those are things that and the and the the signaling equipment. You know, those are things that need to be kept up and maintained. Well, thanks for those insights. We'll leave it there. Uh, Director of Heavy Vehicle Transport Technology Africa, uh, Dr. Paul Nordingen, speaking to us there. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.